This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. I'm really proud of you. And I'm talking choppily. It's not the lag. It's because I'm like literally on the verge of tears. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> Hello and welcome back to Voice Hugs, a podcast on becoming your best self and embracing all seasons of life with open arms. This is Rowena and Viv, and we want to start off by saying Happy New Year! Happy New Year! Happy 2023! I can't believe 2022 is officially over and we are in the new year. We're still the same person, just with a little <laughs> bit more planning, because we both have thought about our three words that we want for 2023, and we thought it would be interesting to share with you guys how we went about picking these three words, why we even chose three, and what they mean. So, Ro, I remember a few episodes ago, you were talking about how you chose the word free for the year of 2022. You actually chose three words. I forgot what the other two were, but one of the words was <laughs> free. And what you found was that towards the end of the year, you realized that setting that intention in the beginning of the year allowed for you to experience your life that way. Did that come from a previous episode or was that something that you just did on your own in the beginning of 2022? So the three words came from this notion template that I created. If anyone's interested, if anyone hasn't started mm. yet, we'll leave it in the link down below. It's actually a notion worksheet. The first page is to reflect on your previous year, three things you're proud of, three things you overcame, three challenging things. Because it's so fresh in your mind, what kind of year you had, I think it's a lot easier to set intentions for the new year. So at the very bottom of the worksheet is like pick three words for the new year. I think we're so dynamic and multifaceted as humans that yes, you can just choose one. But I think to have a more cohesive, well-rounded year, like why not just do three, you know? And if you mm -hmm. at least do one, that's amazing. Like I don't remember the other two from last year. I'm pretty sure like I can look it up, but yeah, three. And then you naturally work towards that and there's another two worksheets but then we can just throw it on screen all right cool so um ro came up with her own three words and i came up with my three words and when we went over it right before our call we realized that we chose kind of similar words so i'm excited to hear how you describe these words and like mm -hmm. what comes to mind when you think of the words that you chose versus even though mine are kind of similar I'm sure like other things will be brought up as well 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. So first word, Ro, what did you choose for 2023? Disciplined. And you? I chose consistency. So kind of same, same, kind of different. I'm curious to hear what you mean by discipline. I feel like 2017 and 2018 aside, which was like the prime of Rowena Tsai content on YouTube, was Mm. when I was insanely disciplined in my day-to-day life predominantly my spiritual life like I was meditating I was you know exercising qigong consistently I felt like my being was just very harmonized and centered and grounded but I think because I went to a low-key extreme in only working and doing spiritual stuff that since then since my prime I've been rather inconsistent and Mm. undisciplined when it comes to just doing what I need to do. Having the previous years of me being able to do what I need to do, I know I can do it. But I think this past year or two is just, I know I need to do X, Y, and Z, but I'm like, hmm, I don't want to. You know, like, get up and work. Hmm, I don't want to. Meditate. I know it's good for me, but like, hmm, I'd rather sleep. You know, it's like just choosing to not do the things that I know will be good for me in the long run, whether it's work or whether it's like mental health stuff. The word discipline, which I think I actually chose last year too, but that's just the Mm. one I fully neglected. I want to give it another shade of meaning in that I feel like the discipline that I grew up knowing or I grew to know over the past five years through books and through podcasts with guests like David Goggin on Tim Ferriss or Jocko Willick. They're just like very intense military dudes who Mm. are like uber disciplined, but that discipline is like wake up at 4.30 a.m. when it's snowing outside and you go for a run. That is discipline. I think that's a shade of discipline. But I think for Mm. me, it's like more of like a balanced discipline where (laughs) I'm – listening to myself and giving myself grace but at the same time checking in with myself like a friend would to be like hey do I have permission to give you feedback or like do I have permission to share an observation with you like Mm -hmm. talking to myself instead of being like you should be doing this you should be doing that it's like hey you know I, I see that you've been feeling a bit down or feeling a bit lethargic what's going on here let's talk and then just seeing where that goes instead of just not having that conversation ever which was like the past year or two because I'm just like I'm tired I don't want to do it period so I think this is like this like pulsing blob it's kind of I don't know (laughs) it reminds me of like the characters in soul you know like Mm. the cute little blobs it's like you having conversation with yourself it reminds me of when we shared I think we actually talked about this the beginning of last year how you swing on the pendulum right and so you have like years of being a certain way and then you get to a point where you start swinging to the other side but because I don't know maybe like when you're younger or you have experienced less in life I don't know what the right way to say it is but like 
the higher you go on one side, the stronger you're going to swing to the other side, right? And so Mm -hmm. being as disciplined as you were in 2017 or 18, yeah, it brought you to a more, much more like relaxed, maybe faced with resistance a lot more than having Mm -hmm. that energy to just take on the day. I I feel that definitely. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like we're similar in that we're both like, wee! Yeah. (laughs) And now we're like, let's just like be here. (laughs) Let's just, yeah, like swing a little less, be a little more grounded. The balance is definitely something that I can resonate with for sure. What about your first word, Viv? My first word is consistency and It's similar to what you're sharing about discipline, but I think for me, it has more to do with the second part of what you're sharing with checking in with yourself. And I Mm. think for me, when I reflect back in 2022, there were some very, very extreme work months and there were some like really, really extreme burnout months, maybe similar to you also to the 2017, 2018, except mine was like monthly. So I'd have like a really productive high energy month. And then the next month I would crash. So that's like part of it, like learning how to be more consistent with my energy and not using work or distracting myself with things to do because I don't want to deal with certain things and then crashing the next month. So then I still can't deal with certain things because I'm crashed, right? Or like I'm burnt out. So I think that's like one part of it. And the second part of it has more to do with when it comes to feelings. I actually am learning that I resist I mean, this is a theme of last year, but like I I totally try to resist my feelings. And I think that's why I dive into work the way that I did because I didn't want to deal with it. And then so then I crash. And the problem with that scenario is that your feelings still all exist inside of you. And so you're not processing it. Given that I talked about how I would cry to my friends and wasn't able to manage or like control those emotions as they came, it's because I'm not allowing myself to feel them as they're coming. So being more consistent with like exactly what you said, tuning in with myself. I noticed that you're having a hard time waking up this week. Let's check in like let's see what you did last week you know or like what's happening right now like what are you feeling is there something that you can do like reaching out to a friend or other ways to just figure out how to be more consistent with my feelings Mm -hmm. and my energy yeah (laughs) Mm, I love this because a huge thing that I learned a few years ago was energy management and I think it can be applied to emotional management too of within energy and emotions it's like having mental lists or even if even physical lists if we want to write down things that gives us energy and things that drains our energy things that gives us positive emotions and things that like you know kind of drains our emotions as well that is beautiful yeah i feel like our highs are highs and our lows are lows (laughs) this is why voice hugs exist guys (laughs) Another interesting thing is even though our words are similar and the feelings are similar, the reason why can be very different, right? Not to say that like ours is very different because I think at the end of the day, 
both of our why for wanting to be more consistent and wanting to be more disciplined is to have that baseline of groundedness and harmony and peace within ourselves Mm -hmm. so that the highs aren't you know I mean the highs can be high but I think if highs are extremely high then again it'll swing to like extreme lows so just to be what is that phrase is basically to like be grateful when you're in your lows and be something when you're in any way if if I think of it I'll throw it on screen this is so bad um but it's basically saying like be humble and grateful when you're at your highs because you and be hopeful in your lows because that's really the best that we can do um Mm. and yeah I think it just shows that the human experience of feelings like the full spectrum of feelings and also this resistance of allowing ourselves to feel is a very real thing that we all go through. I kind of felt like it was ironic that like we're talking about feelings, but us as individuals, we also face like so much resistance when it comes to feelings. And so it is just to show like you can understand and know how important something is, but at the same time, the journey of getting to that end point of wherever you want to be it's still a journey and like we're still on it as well a realization between us towards the end of last year especially the last few episodes where i started sharing more about my coaching was that we both realized we're very much in our heads and not as much in our hearts mm-hmm. where like we're really feeling things because mm-hmm. for whatever reason we like don't want to or we're scared or whatever and i think this year we can both keep each other accountable and we can all keep each other accountable everyone who's tuning in on a weekly basis so with these words of consistency and discipline i think it applies to both of us in the same way where we like to be more consistently in tune with our feelings and more discipline in our practice of connecting with ourself perfect love it so we got there in the end. a little package. <laughs> All right, moving on to word number two. Go ahead, girlfriend. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. My second word is connection. What I realized and kind of struggled with last year was connecting with myself. We kind of talked about with the first word, right? Just connecting with myself. But also the second part was like connecting with other people and it goes to show that like you know when you are having a hard time feeling connected to yourself it's hard to then connect with other people now that the year has ended like time has passed and I'm understanding or like becoming more aware of this idea of connection I think for 2023 what I really want to do is deepen my relationships with my friends and my family a little bit more this year In the previous episode, or I don't remember, one of the last episodes, I was talking about how I felt like I wasn't the best friend this year. And I really Mm -hmm. didn't feel like I had the capacity to be there 
for anyone, like even myself, quite honestly. And so I think like going into the new year, one of my goals and desires is to start reaching out to friends a lot more and like plan dinners or catch up, maybe FaceTime calls and start to connect with people. Aw, I love that. You know why? It's because those are the exact things I wrote down for myself. <laughs> In terms of relationships and friendships, of I feel like we've both been on this wild journey of self-discovery that sometimes can be very closed off to other people. Yeah. Because I think it's also kind of our personality types to want to figure things out on your own first before sharing with other people maybe what you're going through yeah but I saw in you this year that you started to let go of this need to know and you're just like hey I'm not doing well period like you weren't you know like trying to justify or explain where you were or the fact that you didn't know how you're feeling you're just like hey this is this is just where I'm at and it would be great if you know my friends can be there for me which I think it's like such I'm getting a little emotional thinking about it, knowing how important friendships are, right? Mm -hmm. Like it's, we we talked about this in every episode in the past couple of episodes, (laughs) but I'm really proud of you for, and I'm talking choppily, it's not the lag, it's because I'm like literally on the verge of tears. I'm really proud of you for getting to a place where you can just open up without feeling the need to you know like do or say anything else and for you to have received the love that you needed in that moment only serves as this like positive cycle that I'm sure contributed to this word of you realizing wow you know like my friends were so awesome and they're there for me and they you know fully supported me through whichever times the highs and the lows I want to be able to kind of give back in that way. Yeah. And I think it's like, honestly, such a beautiful thing. And it also goes, I mean, this is a little tangerine, but it goes to show that the connections that you've had previously were already there and they're all, they're already deep enough, clearly, (laughs) for your friends to like be there for you and like drop everything. Right. So I think it goes to show that like you already have such a good group of people around you. And I'm, I'm saying you as much as I'm saying it to myself too, right? But I feel like a lot of times we hold ourselves back from receiving the love that's already around us, which is, I think, the point of both of our words, right? Because you yeah. with connection, me with supported. I think supported can be two sides, right? It's to be supported and to support other people. For the longest time, I've been so hesitant and I think honestly, like the root of it is just scared of leaning on people and have other people lean on me that I think this year, similar to you, it's like, I want to be that friend. I want to reach out to friends. I want to get better at texting people back. I want to just, just to group hug, you know, like voice hugs, but group hug with people IRL. IRL hugs. Yeah. And thank you so much for what you shared. I think like for a long time, I felt like I had to package my feelings in a pretty, you know, 
I just had to package my feelings in a way where when I present it to my friends, it's not overwhelming for them or that it doesn't make them feel mm-hmm. uncomfortable. And also mm-hmm. in a way, it's like a pat on the back for me. Like, oh, look at me. I processed my feelings. This is what I went through. And like now I can share it with you. But I think like this year, it was just so I just couldn't do that anymore that it was very it was really wonderful <laughs> to have friends like you and like my other support group or systems to just be there and just to just be like you got it yeah it's okay you got it and yeah so this year hopefully I can do more for my friends and like give back in that way what are some fun friendship dates you've thought of so far when I first moved out to LA What I loved about having my own space is inviting friends over and having like dinner parties. And I realized I really didn't do that at all this last year. And so I think like next year, it would be nice to have like pizza parties or like spring roll parties and invite friends over, cook together and just spend time together like that. Yeah. Can you share about the beautiful tablescape you put together oh, for Thanksgiving I, <laughs> and how excited you were was, on Pinterest? Yeah, I was just thinking about that actually. Um, so this Friendsgiving or this Thanksgiving, I wanted to host a Friendsgiving. Actually, I didn't even really want to host a Friendsgiving. I just wanted to buy these like tall the tall table candles that you see. I and wanted so- things and this experience without the people. Yeah, I just wanted the candles. And once I got the candles, I was like, well, I should host a Friendsgiving so I can use these candles. And so I spent the whole week planning the table setup and my boyfriend planned all the food. It was really fun because when everyone came in, I was like, look at the table setting, you guys. Look at it. (laughs) So pretty. I was going to say the table came before you guys, just FYI, but yeah, the the table. Exactly. So next year, the friendships will come before the table settings. Aww. (laughs) Wait, but that is actually low key so symbolic of your 2022 and your 2023. Because 2022, at least halfway through when we checked in with each other, you're like, I want to do more of these small things for myself that I never do. So Mm -hmm. because you did that, I'm sure it made you like more excited to do more and or like once you kind of like got that down you're like oh what else can I do oh friendships yeah no that that's actually exactly right because you know it it goes back to like the bubble story that I had like buying the bubble machine which gets me excited to go to the park it's like the same thing it's like how do you treat yourself these small things that will bring a lot of joy or just get you excited and then see what happens after that right it's like oh wow now I have 10 people in my apartment that I love all of them oh yeah so sweet all right so earlier you shared supported as your word and I'm curious to know in what ways do you envision yourself better supporting your friends this year and then vice versa how would you like to be supported by friends (laughs) I like the order of which you asked that because I can answer the the first. The former is easy to answer. I think very similar to you, as you already briefly mentioned, is just like being more proactive with reaching out to friends. Because historically, the past few years, maybe I'll see a friend a week. And that to me is already a lot. So like seeing more friends throughout the week is okay. 
saying yes to things more, being more proactive with planning dates, thinking of activities we can do together as friends, just being more proactive with planning, mm -hmm. and then more individually on a close friendships level and how to deepen relationships is to be more present with friends, including because I'm thinking like, how do I be more present if I'm not physically with someone? Because that's how I really like connecting with people. And that's something that I use as an excuse before of, oh, you know, I'll see them when I see them. But then when you live on the opposite side of the coast and you come home and you, you whatever, I'm like, okay, the way that I can be more present with friends is just reaching out more via text even, and also responding to texts quicker and also, as you said, just more FaceTime, because I think that that still works, you know? I mm -hmm. shouldn't just be FaceTiming James. I think, like, him and I, our relationship is good. Like, it's it's great. It's very solid. It's what we said in a previous episode with relationships of imagine if we treated our friendships like we treated our relationships, like romantic relationships. So I think I like to take the model of me and James's relationship and how involved I am in that and start doing that with my closest girlfriends and then just kind of see where it goes. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> and the second part, I don't know if you guys can tell, I'm getting a little like antsy. So funny story. I did a collab video on YouTube with Leah's field notes. She asked me the same question we had a sleepover and like she filmed a video on for her channel i filmed a video for our channel when we're sitting on my floor in the kitchen and she asked me this question of how can you be supportive better because i was sharing about my relationship journeys and like opening up and closing and opening up again she's like how can i support you better as a friend and i just sat there like i don't know i've never thought about that in my life and I also feel like my friends have already done so much for me just by being my friend and sticking around, even though I may not be the most active friend, you know? You know how some friendships are very active, They're like, hey, how are you doing? Sending you texts, thought of you, saw this thing. I'm like the most dormant friend, I think. <laughs> a dormant friend, but like a deep friend. So I think that's why maybe people stick around. Um, <laughs> And I'm still avoiding the question. <laughs> I'm like, where are you going with this, Ro? <laughs> How can I be supported better? So I guess like my, my second question maybe before you answer that is yeah. why do you think it's so hard for you to think about how someone else can support you? Because I think there's still this lingering fear of like human connection. You know, it's like, if you support me, this means we're going all in. You know, if I'm thinking about how to support people and if I'm telling people how they can support me, then like, we're doing it. So I think mm -hmm. there's still this like lingering hesitation that it's mostly, you know, dissipated, but it's still there ever so slightly. And it yeah. whispers in my ears and goes, don't do it. You don't need human connection. But it's just scared, you know, yeah. or like it's just scared of being hurt. So I think a part of the discipline and what we're talking about of checking in with ourselves and what I learned in coaching is that when this voice comes up, instead of just being like, oh, my God, this is me or like, oh, my God, why are you here again? Or like, 
wow, like you shouldn't be thinking this. Rather, it's just being like, hey, I hear you. Are you like open and willing to have a conversation about why you feel this way? And Mm -hmm. how can I support you in navigating this situation that's obviously making you a bit uncomfortable? Yeah, so I think that's like an ongoing thing that I'm probably going to have to work on. But I think it's just still this fear of really connecting with someone. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think I can give you an answer for how I can be supported. I think just to keep doing what people have been doing. And to me, like, I find it very touching when friends are very thoughtful or even like in our relationship, whenever you'd remind me of my North Star or like when I'm kind of really confused about direction or if I can tell someone really listened historically or really listens, I think that to me is like a great friendship. I can understand the fear and I feel similarly, except for me, it's more about like to be loved by someone. Mm. It's like that saying where you can't truly be there for someone else unless you're there for yourself right and that's why it's so important to take care of yourself and so I I mean I don't know if that's something that you feel resonates but I think like for me at least it was learning that I can't fully be there for someone else until I allow people to be there for me too because it it can't be one way like it doesn't matter how often I call someone and I like FaceTime them or I check in on them or I I'm like thoughtful with them I think as long as it's one-sided or like I'm not letting someone else in there's still something there that will always prevent me from truly feeling connected with the other person it can then easily twist to like well, I'm always there for them or they only want to be my friend because I'm doing these things for them instead of truly connecting and like allowing both people to exist freely and like openly and just understanding that. This got really like <laughs> up here, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it takes time and maybe by the end of the year, we will know how we can all support Rowena. A little bit more. Yay! <laughs> Thank you. And with that, let's move on <laughs> to our last word for 2023. Viv, what is yours? My last word is... Okay, so my first one was consistency. Second one was... Mm-hmm. uh, I forgot already. <laughs> what is it? The second one was... Oh, connection. <laughs> connection and then so because my first two started with the letter c i was like okay my third one's gonna start with the letter c as well it is create Mm. to create without purpose to create without the judgment or like the voices in my head preventing me from even starting to just do more of what makes me happy like to create more of those experiences as well so mm-hmm. yes it, it's create not in the sense of like creativity but more so just allowing myself to create as like a human like as a person you know there's so many mm-hmm. different ways you can create whether it's cooking yeah. whether it is arts and crafts voice hugs episodes creating a small business or 
anything. And I think it's just like not holding Mm -hmm. myself back from trying and starting. I love that because I think creative, it's more of like an action and then it's more focused on the output. Mm. Not necessarily outcome, but you're just doing things, which I think it's good because if it's like creative, then it's like how creative can I be? And then you start measuring yourself off of creativity, which is different than just like, I want to make things. Yeah. And you already got started on this. Yeah. So I enrolled in my first six-week course ceramics class and I start today I'm so excited I can't wait to show you what I make (laughs) gonna be on the wheel going to be throwing down the it's not dirt what is it called (laughs) clay clay (laughs) I mean throwing down dirt and making bowls I'm really excited. I think it'll be a nice way to start off the year creating physically with my hands. And it's like blocked out time every week where this is like me time to create at the studio. And so we'll see. Maybe I'll hate it. Maybe I'll love it and continue. But I think that's the whole point to just start and see where it goes. Yes. And I think that's like such an important thing about all of this is just to try. Mm -hmm. and like to schedule it in your calendar so for example there's some things that you know whether it's like fitness goals or health goals or sleeping goals anything to just put it in your calendar even if it's like a one monthly reoccurring on this date so that you see it's coming and you'll actively try to make it happen because it's on your calendar yeah Mm -hmm. wow anything else other than ceramics that has been more I guess like top three things that come to mind when you think of create. So the top three thing, one is ceramics for now, temporary or like short term. The second one is I have been wanting to do this for years and I just haven't ever done it out of fear of starting. I really want to build an e-commerce website like I want and even if it like doesn't do well and it like flunks or like whatever the word is. I've just always dreamt of doing this for like years. So hopefully Mm -hmm. we can do something like that, especially with voice hugs. Um, And then the third thing is voice hugs related. So just like creating more content and staying consistent with our episodes and yeah, like checking in with you as well. I think those are the three things that I'm like most excited for this year. Guys, this is crazy because my word was creativity and growth like I didn't Mm. really know what word but just a word that encapsulates growth but in a creative sense because I feel like I've historically been a very creative person however being on YouTube and knowing more about the analytics and the business side of things you start creating what you feel you need to rather than what you want to I think something that actually helped last year was I started trying to like I dabbled more with short form content and I had someone helping me with that for most of the year. Towards the end of the year, I was like, if this is something that I want to do and if like my Instagram and my channels are so personal to me, it may make more sense for it to come from me. And so Mm -hmm. the few that I've made myself, I was like, wow, this is 
fun. <laughs> and growing up, I did so many stupid skits with my cousins. Like, objectively, they were pretty silly, but like, it was fun, you know, like stupid yeah. fun, not like stupid, stupid, just like silly. You know, I always think back to had my cousins and I grown up a decade later, we would all be on TikTok mm-hmm. or like we'd be one of those families where like we're all yeah. on there because we literally did skits as kids just to pass time in the summertime. And I'm thinking now, like, why don't you do it now? You know, why aren't you thinking about these things now? It's like, oh, I don't have time. But like, do you really not have time or yeah. are you just not prioritizing it? So I think from that perspective, it's just I want to grow creatively because you can just grow you can just grow, but I don't want to just grow. I want to grow creatively, which mm. I think would also just help everything else grow as well. Because I think one thing we learned this year in Voice Hugs and one thing I learned from YouTube in general and having talked to friends is that if you don't grow as an individual, your content won't grow because you, like, you can't share the same things over and over again, which is what I kind of fell into Um in the last couple of years so to grow as a person will help everything else grow oh tea delivery delivery. (laughs) so cute thank you (laughs) is it boyfriend or yes roomie cousin boyfriend (laughs) oh i was having a hard time waking up this morning cute every time you talk about creativity and like I can feel your excitement and I get really excited because I love seeing what you end up creating. To this day, I watch every single one of your videos right when it comes out, you know? I understand what you mean by like if you have to grow so your content grows as well. And just personally knowing you, like I know the – not resistance. I don't want to use that word. But like you've just taken some time from – diving Mm -hmm. into or like getting sucked into the world of like creating again and so it is exciting to hear that Mm -hmm. that spark is back and I'm excited to see what you're going to create yeah (laughs) yeah you and James are my biggest fans and I'm eternally grateful yeah I don't know what to do with myself again I'm like (laughs) spitting everywhere I mean, okay, it's been a while since we recorded. It's the first episode of the year. I felt like I said the word like a hundred times this episode, but it's okay. Mm. We'll get into the groove again next week. Yeah, I'm honestly so excited for both of us for 2023. I think we're both, for once, starting off on not only an excited place but also like a realistic grounded as grounded as we can be place you know yes, I think last realistic. year or some previous <laughs> years maybe yeah maybe we like wanted to do a bunch of things but it was maybe to like avoid something or you know for whatever reason I think this year it feels this year feels different <laughs> This year, for, it, it just feels like a continuation of, like, where we left off. Yeah. January 1st came, nothing way. changed. Yeah, like, and then we just set some time to reflect and plan and feeling a lot better, feeling a lot more grounded, and I mean, we'll see how this year unravels. Yeah, and if you guys want to share with us your three words of the year, 
any questions, comments, prompts, anything as always, you can email us or DM us hello at voicehugspodcast.com or Instagram DM at voicehugspodcast. We'll also link below the Notion template that I mentioned in the beginning of the video mm-hmm. if you want to do more planning. Because I think what we basically talked about was three words, but to put these three words into action, the part two and part three of the worksheet can help you really break that down of what you really want to bring into the year and how you can successfully do that. Thank you everyone for being here with us. We hope that you have a great start to your 2023 and we'll see you in the next episode. Voice hug. Bye. 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 Bye.